Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Go to the ESPN app. Listen, well, I'm, in the, I, I'm at work now. I got to get out of the car or I, you know, I got to get out of the shower. I got whatever it is you're listening to the radio. You're listening to KJM. And you're like, damn, now I can't. God, let me just, it's called a driveway moment in the radio business. Key knows all about this. Key did morning drive. I did afternoon drive in L.A. on the same station. Key, so they, people have a, a driveway moment. I just want to keep listening to them, but I, I got to get out of the car. It's okay because everyone's got a phone in their pocket. Go to the ESPN app on your phone. If you don't have it, download it. It takes a second. You probably have it. Click on more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio, and you have us on the go. If you're worried about hair loss, Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, have you covered. Text WIN to 203203 and get all you need to know to keep and grow your hair. Morning, Key. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening is my Yankees, they put up a good they fight, really. They put up a good fight, but they listen. <laughs> the, uh, they were the big underdogs in that game for a reason. Three different cities, three different nights. You're facing Justin Verlander. He's about to win the Cy Young. He's going to the Hall of Fame. He always kills you in the playoffs. You're going in with Tyon, who's your worst starting pitcher, even though he's pretty good. But, you know, your bullpen's tired. So guess what happens? They lose a tight 4-2 to two game. I, I'm, I'm kind of encouraged by that, actually. Yeah, that's kind of the same way I felt about the Dodgers. Three different cities, three different nights. Da, 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 da. They go from L.A. to Orange County, and they got to pass that to get down to La Jolla to San Diego. Stop the excuses, man. <laughs> I mean, like, come on. Nah, they, they look, they're mm. in it. They got a chance. They went up against Verlander. They did pretty much what I wanted them to do, which was kind of rattle Verlander, Verlander early, get his mm-hmm. pitch count up, but then he settled down. Once he settled down... Things changed a little bit, um, and then they wind up, you know, losing four to two. They hung as much as they could, Max. I mean, look, they're in a good. They're still in a good situation. It's not like they're down two uh, zero and and going back to Yankee Stadium. Right. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens game two. But you're right. Listen. In the end, Verlander is going to the Hall of Fame because in those moments throughout his career, it's all great pitchers. When it could easily go sideways for another dude, he figures out a way to get it together. You're absolutely right. The Yankees were in a position to get some business done against him early, and Verlander, because he is great, figured out a way to get out of it. Not only with some wicked stuff, but knowing how to pitch to the guys and you know biting down with the game on the line or at these pivotal moments. You don't, but listen, I know you don't make excuses, right? This is not how you win a Super Bowl. You won a Super Bowl. It's not how you become the number one overall draft pick, something else you were. But just by way of explanation, as a postmortem, how much is fatigue a factor in a loss like that? Or, you know, because it is a lot of, you know, you're in Cleveland, then you're in the Bronx, all high stakes games, elimination game, elimination game. Now you're going on to Houston third time. How much does that factor in? The flying and stuff like that, I don't factor that into it. But the fatigue of the stress getting out of, Game five and, you know, uh, rain delay and got to carry it over. Before game five's rain delay, the night before, I don't remember exactly what night it was, probably not sleeping because of the anxiety. Then now you carry that over to the actual uh, rain delay night 
that anxiety carries over to the game. And then you, you probably are not down off that anxiety high. Now, all of a sudden, you got to travel. And now you geeked up again for the Houston series. It, it, it certainly plays a part. How do you – like, because you'll tell me a lot of time, Mac, take a nap between shows, right? Because I'll come in dragging in the morning before I have my coffee. And you're like, but so we're done with this show at 10 a.m., yeah, right? And I'm, I'm caffeinated. And I'm asleep. But I got I to gotta stay caffeinated, right? Yeah. So now I got a show at 2 p.m., but I start prepping for that at noon. Yeah. Okay, so I have a couple hours to get a workout in, eat lunch, shower, come back. Um, and you're like, no, no, take a nap during that time. But key, I don't, you are able to do that oh, sort I'm of thing. Bit. I don't have, that's not enough time for me to come down. What you just described for like, that, you know, you're up. It's not enough time for me to come down, take a nap, get up, and do all that stuff. How, but you are able to do that. Some people are. How do you do it? Uh, it? It probably just programmed from playing sports for years and knowing that I needed my rest. So you try to find that rest. You get those few little hours in, and then once you wake up, you high energy again. So when I leave today to go to Bristol to do NFL Live, I'm going to get a nap before that. But by the time I land in, in, on Bristol's campus at ESPN, you think I'm getting ready for the Super Bowl. Right. I'm hyped again. I'm ready to go. I got an hour on television with Laura and the gang and Swaggoo and Dan Orlowski. And we're ready to go. Camera's on. Let's go. Boom. And I'm high. I'm ready to go. Get in the car. I drive back up here. <sighs> that, see, but, but that, some people can do that. Yeah. But it's not a natural thing usually. It requires work at it. It requires experience. So and, imagine you know, with the Yankees, for instance, or even the, the Houston Astros, but the Yankees we're talking about, for instance, having that that anxiety of getting onto the diamond and being able to play in a playoff game, a meaningful playoff game against the Guardians, then having to fly overnight to Houston, get in, check into a hotel, try to get a few hours of sleep before we got to go to BP and do that. I mean, you don't really, you know, you might lay down in the locker room. I'm sure if you, if we were to ask a few guys, they'd probably lay down in the clubhouse, you know, took a quick little snooze, before they went out and threw a little bit, caught a little bit. And then, after all that, you're not facing their number three starter. No. You're facing Verlander, a great staff front to back, killers out of the bullpen, <laughs> and they're all rested. You, you know what would be a great um, test if it could ever be done, and maybe some mad scientist did it before that I don't know anything about? From the, the bat speed, of the Guardians game in game five. That's interesting. Versus the bat speed in the first game against Ver- Verlander. If if they could register it somehow, I don't I don't know, I'm sure. Bat speed. Not not ball off the bat, but actually the how speed. fast are how you, fast spinning? Is, are you yeah. swinging that? Yep. Going through all of that. Up Ooh, that's all a good night one. and this and that. Key, don't that, 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 that uh, proprietary information. Key and I are starting a company right now. That's proprietary <laughs> information, and uh, it's a new thing that we're going to be doing. Yeah, it's like sports science or something. The road to the World Series goes through ESPN Radio. Coverage of Yankees and Astros Game 2 starts at 7 p.m. On the plus side, Key, these are the best underdog bets of the weekend. Who you got? I got the Jets plus one at Denver. Now, I don't know how they can be an underdog. They're a much better football team than the Denver Broncos, but maybe the, the odds makers, they know something that we don't know. How is that possible? I don't know. Do you see the way the Jets have looked recently <laughs> and the way the Broncos have looked? I That's guess. why I'm like, how is that possible with a banged-up Russell Wilson? Mile high. Yeah, what the hell does mile high have to do with anything? That they, I think they mu- the, the, the gamblers must know or, or the oddsmakers okay, must so know. Okay, so I'm going to tell you a story. So I work with Tom Jackson, the great Tom Jackson 
ex-linebacker, yeah, of course. ring of honor, linebacker, pl- worked with me on Countdown for Tom years, Jackson. taught me, yeah. little tiny Tom Jackson. He said, he told me one time, he goes, all these damn years, people complained about, they, they complain now about the altitude and mile high. When we was losing, nobody was complaining, <laughs> right? I mean, like, think about it. When they were bad, nobody was complaining about mile high. Now, all of a sudden, when they got good, everybody's like, oh, the altitude. No, I think it must be, though, because, like, I look at the Denver Nuggets, and I remember thinking, you know, basketball, remember that scene from Hoosiers? Ever see the movie Hoosiers? Yeah, but that was where so Gene, long ago. Gene Hackman's like, you know, they're all intimidated. He's yeah. like, look, so he measures it out to the basket, same distance, court's the same size, yeah. the same thing. So I was wondering, in basketball, how do you take advantage of home court really? Well, well, I mean – you know, Masai Ujiri, who's a brilliant front office guy, figured it out in Denver. He's like, you know what I'm going to do? Without, in the absence of a superstar, I'm going to create two units. My bench is going to be as good as my starters. We don't have any stars, but we're going to run you out of the gym. And because you're not used to the altitude, you're going to be get- – and by the way, it worked. No, they had I, a great record at home. Look, I played in Denver, and I don't it, – it, I don't. maybe I just wasn't paying attention to it, but it didn't it – didn't, it looked like I was just playing in Denver. It you know why? Because really... you weren't one of those guys. How how did Wayne Corbett play in Denver? I was he played in Denver. We still was sixty plays. Yeah, running up and down, warming up. I mean, it just I didn't feel it, so I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to think. What else could it be? What else are they looking at with this Jets Broncos matchup that the Jets are plus one? Much like the Giants and the Jets, the people aren't believing yet. They're not believing yet. They're looking at the they're looking at the Green Bay Packers as not good. They're not a good football team. How good is Zach Wilson? Because to me, Key, when you look at the Jets' roster, if Zach Wilson is really talented. I completed 10 passes last week. Because the rest of the roster is among the more talented rosters in the NFL. Young puppies. And and everywhere you got, you got, you could go on both sides of the ball. Zach Wilson will be the answer to the question, right? How talented is he? I don't know that answer, Max. (laughs) I don't know. I can't tell. I was with some people yesterday who seemed to think he was clearly more talented than Daniel Jones, for example. I think Daniel uh, Jones is pretty good. I, I can't tell, to be honest with you, Max. I'm not even going to sit up here and lie to you. I okay. can't tell All because right. I haven't seen enough of the work to really say he's good. Just because, Look, man, I'm 50 years old. I can throw the ball 70 yards today. Does that make me talented? Yes, I mean, it does, it, actually. Yes, it does. Uh, <laughs> if you're asking the question, the answer is yes. It doesn't but, really. Well, see, I can't throw because, it. Because, because if somebody was going across the field and I had to throw it to him, I'd be throwing it in his stands. That's all I'm saying. Well, no, Key, there's no – like, you have nothing to hide because you're not a fraud. So if I ask that question to someone else, they'll give me some answer, maybe, even if they didn't know. You will admit, I don't know yet. I have not evalu- seen him enough to make an evaluation. <laughs> I haven't. I just – he's doing enough. To not lose the game for him right now. And that's enough. To me, I do see some stuff, because I am a fraud. I do see some stuff that pop that pops a little bit when he plays. I see a little, and the question is, what's the ceiling on that? But I see stuff that pop in all players, right? Think about or it. Or they wouldn't be in the NFL. You see yeah. Dr. Z in New England, we look at him, and we go, oh, that's a nice throw. That, I like that. Right? And then other people say, well, he's not as talented as Mac Jones. I'm like, are you out of your damn Agreed. mind? Agreed. He looks better so far. So, but, me, yeah. but everybody has their own interpretation and opinion of what somebody is. I'm going to give you my uh, on the plus side. Here's the best underdog bets of the weekend. Key may have taken the best one. New York Jets plus one at yeah. the Denver Broncos. 
Robert Sala is going to love me. New York Giants getting three points at Jacksonville. That's pretty good, too. I'm taking that. Yeah, I think the, I think the Giants can beat the Jaguars. We, we got kind of bamboozled by Jacksonville because of Doug Peterson. And the hair. The hair. Oh, and they six, beat, six they, with they, the hair. Come they on. They beat the Chargers down. I forgot. they What was the score? 38 to they, – they blasted right. them, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, they, they beat them up. And I think but it was we, a beat-up Chargers team. The no, Chargers team was, was beat up no, at the time. No, they Hold had on. everybody at the no, time. No, no, Slater? That was the, but Slater's been gone. Yeah. But they had everybody else oh, except okay, Keenan fine, Allen. Right. No, so your your best receiver and your left. But tackle. Mike Williams had just came off a dominant performance against KC, I think. But key, Mike Williams can't roll run the whole route tree. I don't know if you're aware of this. It was but thirty-eight this, to ten. I knew they hung 10, thirty-eight. Yeah. I just didn't know the other part of it. But but all, all I'm saying is, we got bamboozled. I think at the thirty-eight to ten Chargers, the logo, the quarterback, tall, the the, the Khalil Mack, mm. uh, J.C. Jackson. Derwin Tell James. me more about the tall quarterback. You know, what else does he have? So we looked at the Jaggy Wars and was like, yeah, Doug Peterson, he's Super Bowl champion. He's going to blah, blah. And then, yeah, since then. Yeah. I don't know. By the way, I think both New York teams are good bets this weekend. I do. I, yeah. I, I, and I told you that. I would have picked the Giants if you had picked the Giants, but I wind up being left with the Jets, so I picked the Jets. So, it might even be a better pick considering the way the Broncos have looked and the Jets have looked recently. I don't know. I guess the Broncos defense, though, to be honest with you, the Broncos defense yeah, look, is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. they're good. Yeah. They they really are. The offensive side of the ball is really holding them back. Um, they got away from what what they were successful at a year ago, which was the run game, and what Nathaniel Hackett should have done when he came in as the head coach. He should have evaluated what they did from a running attack, and I, and maybe he did. I don't know. But what I would think is that he should have evaluated the running game from a year ago. Now, obviously, they've been hurt and banged up at that position, but it doesn't mean you change the scheme. Now, Garden may get more touches this week because he had a sit-down with Nathaniel Hackett and, and, and kind of you know aired out whatever it was that he needed to, to to get on the same page so he could get involved in the game plan. And, and well, the way that I look at it as a coach, when you come in, don't change what was working beforehand. Who's the best defensive player on the field between the Broncos and Jets? The player? Best, best player on either team on defense. Probably on the Jets. Right, right now, it's probably Quentin Williams. Quentin Williams, that's what I'm saying. And yeah. he's a, at this moment, he's I mean, a game Sir, re- Sir, Sir if I'm yes. Sertan the third, not junior, is pretty dominant and good. Chubb does a really good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, he, but right now, Quentin Williams is a game wrecker. Right now, he's yeah, a game Yeah, right record. now. Yeah, right now, it's probably big. Yeah, it's probably So, when him. you point to the Broncos' defense, I get it. But the Jets got a defense. They, got, they have pieces on defense that are a problem. They have pieces on defense that's a problem going up against an offense that is not a problem. Right. At least the Jets have an offense that your defense is going up against an offense that can get some stuff done. Broncos can't do anything right now. No, they can't. No. Poor Russell. And he's got a hamstring. He's got a little bit of... Something wrong with his, his chest shoulder area. Yeah. You know what his prescription for all that is? No, to leave, leave him alone. I'm not talking about that, Key. He thought I was going to say to get some advice from the royal family in England. I was not going to say that. But okay. Russell Wilson has a prescription. I was simply going to play for you what Russell Wilson said. You want to hear? Let's ride. We should be on edge. We want to be on edge. We want to be able to, you know, playing. I always say, you know, and Bill Coward told me this a long, long time ago, you know, um, that you really want to 
you want to play to the edge, but don't fall off the edge. And, uh, and, and playing with an edge, playing with that intensity, playing with that, that, that type of uh, energy and focus and passion, uh, but yet still being calm in the midst of the moments um, is, is, uh, is, is, a, is an amazing characteristic that I think champions and championship teams have. And uh, every, every championship team I've ever been on, every team I've ever been around, uh, they got a little edge. Who's he wow. sound like? I mean, he sounds like Coach Carroll. Like, literally, he sounds like Coach Carroll. And, I, and he's been around it for 10 years. At times, I sound like Parcells. And you sound like Parcells Todd all Haley the time. What do you mean, at times? You sound like Parcells <laughs> all the time. I sound like Dungy sometimes because yeah. I've been around him. So, yeah, but he does. I'm like, damn, is that Pete Carroll talking? So, if he could use Pete Carroll right now, Nathaniel Hackett was Nathaniel Hackett, the head coach of the Denver Broncos, was installed at head coach before they had Russell Wilson. And when it seemed, at least from the outside, that they had a good shot to land Aaron Rodgers. And because Aaron Rodgers had been singing Hackett's praises, people like me thought, oh, come on, let's not make this more complicated than it is. They're going to get Rodgers. That's why they got his guy at head coach. Um, Chris Carlin Mm -hmm. on Canty and Carlin. Yes. Brought up an interesting point in a tweet, Key. Okay, read it. Where he compared this situation to what happened with Peyton Manning. Look at this. Nathaniel Hackett was Aaron Rodgers' guy for three years in Green Bay. Rodgers sung his praises to help get him the Denver job. Now, Hackett looks completely overmatched. Sound familiar? It should. Peyton Manning did that for Adam Gase. So, do you, th- how is, is it possible that Nathaniel Hackett? is not the play caller people think he is or the offensive mind and that Aaron Rodgers is si- simply was hooking his guy up the way Peyton Manning once hooked Adam Gase up? Well, he- here's what I would say. I wouldn't necessarily call it a hookup. What I would say, though, is when you've been around somebody that you like as a coach, you embrace his qualities because he coached you, right? And... I do the same thing for Todd Haley, who coached me to several Pro Bowls, who changed my ability to be one of the dominant receivers of my era at that time. But that's because he actually was good for you. Yes. Do and you believe Nathaniel that? Hackett probably was good for Aaron Rodgers. Gase was good for Peyton Manning? I think Gase was good for Peyton Manning, and that good could be as simple sitting down having a cup of coffee for Whitty. I see. I and, see what you and, mean. And, and, I but, see what you mean. What happens in these situations is these owners, these general managers, they listen to that without really doing the homework and the necessary research to say, well, wait a minute. Yeah, he's good for you, but he didn't call a single play. The pers- he wasn't calling the so, offense. So Peyton Manning about Gase and Aaron Rodgers about Hackett, it's not like they're making anything up just to hook up their guy. It's that their perception of the relationship is is they're focusing on the good stuff the guy did for them. Yes. And and it's the job of whoever's doing the hiring to say to, to put that in perspective. Yeah, basically. what what are you actually looking for when you're doing the hiring? Are you looking for a relationship to be the same as they had with Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning? Because remember Adam Gates prior to the Jets job was a head coach in Miami. So he gets a second bottle of apple even though he was terrible in Miami. They should have known better when they hired him with the Jets. Scratch that, push that aside, focusing on Aaron Rodgers and the Denver Broncos now. He didn't call the plays in Green Bay. Who had a worse introductory press conference, him or Sark at, uh, at SC? Like, no, who, Sark's press conference. No, no, who, well, who am I thinking of? Hold on. Who had a terrible at press conference? At SC? Con- yeah, terrible 
terrible introductory press conference. Hackett's dad, maybe? No, no, was gone. Like was gone. Not far. Not Kiffin? Far. No, it wasn't Lane. Well, those were the he only... was on the Pete Carroll uh, staff, I'm pretty sure. No, it was only two guys. It was Sark and Lane were the only two head coaches on mm. Pete's staff. Someone had. I apologize. It wasn't Sark, Clay Helton. Wasn't. Sark, I apologize if it wasn't But you. But you're throwing me yeah. off anyway. anyway what I was going to say is when you look at Aaron Rodgers, Max, and being coached by Nathaniel Hackett mm-hmm. as whatever, friends, they drive to work together. Mm-hmm. He liked that. Whatever it was. But he did not call the plays. He wasn't the offensive mind. He may have called a year or two in Jacksonville, but that wasn't with Aaron Rodgers. That was like with Blake Bortles or something. And then they wind up freezing Blake Bortles out in the AFC Championship game against the New England Patriots when they had him on the rope. The second half, they wind up losing. Now you fast forward to the Green Bay Packers. When you look at the relationship, the Denver Broncos, when you look at the relationship that Russell Wilson has with Nathaniel Hackett, Mark Slareth was on our show in February. And Mark Slareth simply said to us, that they're not a Super Bowl team, even with Aaron Rodgers. And we'll play the sound for you to hear. Take a listen to this, Max. I think it elevates them to a playoff team. Do I think it makes them a Super Bowl team, a Super Bowl contender? No. I, I still think there are some things that they have to address. Um, I think they're back in, they're secondary. Uh, they need to, I mean, it's a really good secondary. I think they need a, another corner. Uh, they've got a couple of guys that are free agents they're going to have to look at. I still think they have a linebacking issue in the middle linebacker position nowadays in the NFL. you got to have a dude that can fly sideline to sideline. They can play all three downs because they'll trap you in that stuff um, from a formational standpoint and also from a, you know, a, um, a hurry-up offense standpoint. So you got to have a dude that can fly. you got to have a dude that can cover the ground. Uh, I don't think they have that. I still think their defensive line needs to be addressed. Yeah, look, you know, Mark Schlereth pays attention. He's dialed in. Aaron Rodgers, no one ever thought Russell Wilson was as good as Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers wouldn't have, wouldn't have gotten him there. So how's Russell Wilson going to get him there? Yeah, I, I, uh, I look at it with Stink, and Stink's dialed in, like you said. Okay, he protected John Elway. John Elway is dialed into the organization. So information that he's getting is true. So I don't know why they thought that Russell Wilson was going to change their fortunes immediately. Now, maybe three years from now, they put some more pieces and they do some other stuff. Who knows? But it'll be interesting to see because Denver Bronco fans are passionate. And they've been booing recently at home and all those sort of things. We'll see what happens. I just looked it up. There's some press conference that Sark was at. I remember that. All right. Here, you want him? Here we go. Key. Key has something from Granger, and then uh, we're going to get back into my Yankees and how worried I should be after that opening ALCS game. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app. We are presented by. Progressive insurance, and when you hear that, Buster, what it is right now? What it is, what it is, Key, I got to say, I admire what a gamer you are. You have come back, and you're talking baseball despite what happened with the Dodgers. Okay, so a lot of respect for you for hanging in there. Yeah, I had had a tough Saturday. Uh, USC got popped uh, by Utah, and I'm sitting in Utah, and – you know, obviously USC is in LA, so we had a lot of crossover with USC fan, Dodger fans. And sitting in that sports bar was as miserable as you could think after the USC game. It became more miserable as the the, the last out for the Dodgers came. The liquor started to really pour. At least you're not recognizable or anything. It's not like you stand out in the bar in Utah, so the fans there can't give you that any problems. Was a problems. couple of us, Max. It was a couple of us. No, but you're Keyshawn Johnson, like yeah. You know. But it was a, it was a couple of tall brothers that was you know I could have hit a little bit. Could have hit yeah, among the bit. trees. Yeah, a little bit, but it didn't happen. Worry about hair loss? Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, have you covered? Win, text win to two zero three two zero three, and get all you need to know to keep and grow your hair. Buster Olney, ESPN MLB insider and host of Baseball Tonight podcast. You can plainly hear is with us. Um, so, Buster, the Yankees drop game one. On the other hand, they played three different games in three different cities over the past three nights, and they're going in with their worst starter. Tyon's not bad, but you would choose everyone else before him. And they had a fatigued bullpen, had to go to low-leverage guys in a close game, and they still kept it tight. I, I, I like I, I'm kind of in a weird way encouraged by that. What did you think about Game One of the ALCS? Yeah, I completely agree with your read on it. Uh, that you know they had an opportunity, despite the fact that the Astros go into this series as clear favorites. You know, having the advantages of, of having full rest and having a future Hall of Famer on the mound in Justin Verlander, and yet early in the game they worked to count against him. They kind of had him on the ropes. He was in trouble early on. Uh, and on the other hand, Jamison Tyon, look, he looked like he was in good shape. But you're exactly right. The soft underbelly of this team, you know, and, and this was the case going into the postseason, and it's the case now, is the fact that their bullpen has been so absolutely crushed by injuries that they're now going to guys who probably, you know, in midseason were the you know, 10th, 11th, 12th best relievers in their organization. You know, Clark Schmidt was a guy that uh, Aaron Boone called on uh, last night in a close game. That's not a role that they normally would have him in, and he got hit around. And I think there'll probably be conversations uh, within the Yankees organization. Is that the guy that we necessarily want? No matter who they're going to choose in that situation, it's not going to be some like a Chad Green or Michael King or Efros who they traded for at the deadline. It's going to be a problem in this series, the middle of that bullpen. So they have to they have to succeed around it. You know, guys like Clark Schmidt, Buster, they get traded to the Pirates for something, and then they wind up starting and winning, you know, twelve games a year for the Pirates, right? But like, but but not not usually high leverage guys in the, in those innings in the playoffs 
for the Yankees, I was we were talking about this yesterday. What kind, what do you want to see from the Yankees going into this series? I loved forget about Harrison Bader's home runs, right? Because I was critical of the Jordan Montgomery trade. He's been amazing for the Yankees. Local kid went to Horace Mann High School, the whole thing. But you know, in the Bronx, but. He has had an amazing postseason series, but Buster, it's the at-bats that he has, right? Working the count, laying off the bad, the good, the bad ones, fouling off the good ones. That approach has been amazing, and I thought the Yankees had some pretty good at-bats last night against Verlander. Yeah, they did, uh, to the point that you wondered if Verlander was going to see the fourth inning because they were forcing him to work so hard. Um, and in the end, it came down to they had the you know big spots, Big opportunities, and Matt Carpenter, as you know, was just activated off the injured list. Uh, you know, after breaking his foot late in the year, um, he'd been out a long time, and he looked like a guy who hadn't faced major league pitching in a while. Um, and he looked overmatched in that situation. And Josh Donaldson had opportunities. He has not been swinging the bat well of late. You're right about Bader. You know, it was very interesting because I remember talking to. Uh, uh, you know, someone in the Yankees front office right after they made that trade, you know, they knew that initially there was going to be great criticism of that trade because Jordan Montgomery's a, you know, a guy who's going to help the, the St. Louis rotation. But their bet was, was that Bader was going to help them in October. Once he came back from the plantar uh, fascia issue with his foot, they really felt like he was going to be a guy who was going to augment their team in October. And that's exactly what he's done. He's so comfortable you know, being the local guy, playing at Yankee Stadium, uh, and, and upgrading their defense. It, Buster, when when you look at it, the Yankees, they play game five, and they, you know, carry over. They have a tough one, the fatigue, and all that sort of stuff. Then they got to hop on a plane and go to Houston. And I was wondering, I was talking to Max about this, and you may be able to help me understand or even explain it if it's truth or fact to it. The bat speed, having gone through this fatigue and having a certain bat speed in game five and then flying, getting there to play Houston, going up against Verlander, do you think at all the Yankees had some fatigue and the bat speed may have changed a little bit with some of the players? That way they wasn't connecting and getting around? All it takes is like a fraction of a fraction of a second, right? Difference. 100%. Uh, And look, players had long ago learned that they can't complain out loud about travel issues because <laughs> they're flying first class and nobody wants to hear about uh, their travel issues. But it, it is an issue. Like, it is, in fact, it does have an impact on players. And, in fact, you guys remember back in uh, the mid-aughts when uh, there was a ban of PEDs, you know, uh, st- uh, steroids and other substances, the feedback I was getting from the players was, you know, forget steroids. The bigger issue for baseball players is going to be uh, not having the access to amphetamines anymore because for years that's, you know, what allowed them to play, you know, three cities in three days and still be effective because they would effectively, you know, get juiced up half hour before the game. They'd be ready to go. And players told me in subsequent years, like, man, I am dragging uh, and I could really use some of this stuff, but you know, I think for most players, and presuming for all players, it's not really something that uh, they have access to quite as much as they used to. Yeah, amphetamines, as a fan, never bothered me because it doesn't it, it gives you the stamina to keep being who you are, but doesn't make you better than you've ever been, like steroids and 
human growth hormone, but absolutely. And by the way, no excuse for the Yankees, Buster. We're not making you know, like we're no, just no, we're just no analyzing. That's it. you making excuses. I'm not for making them. excuses because the Astros took care of business quickly, so they have a rested bullpen and everything. The Yankees benefited from the rain delay. It looked like right because they got to start Nestor Cortez. The flip side of that is they didn't take care of business early, so they're tired, and that's advantage Astros, and that's as well, it should be. The Dodgers be. had to travel two bus to San Diego. What the hell? Right. <laughs> All the way to San Diego. <laughs> That is the great Buster only, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN MLB insider, host of Baseball Tonight podcast. Always great talking to you, Buster. Thanks, guys. Good to talk with you. All right, buddy. The Road to the World Series goes through ESPN radio. Coverage of Yankees and Astros game two starts at 7 p.m. The Jets are the second best team in the AFC period. Second seeded team. What? Are they actually the second best team in the AFC East though? Take it or shake it next. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're talking about bear sightings because you live in the mountains, right? Yeah. Key? So Northwest College wrestlers were hospitalized after a bear attack. Nurmagomedov would have just uh, wrestled a bear. A college wrestler from a small Wyoming school helped his teammate survive a grizzly bear mauling not a brown bear not not a black bear the smaller ones a grizzly bear big brown bear yeah well this is over the weekend they tried to wrestle the massive bear off his friend he tried to eventually drawing a more brutal attack to himself the men are cred- are crediting their bonds as wrestling teammates at Northwest College in Cody, Wyoming, with helping them survive the attack Saturday night southeast of Yellowstone National Park. See, so, I, I, I'm the, first of all, let's just start here. Right. I'm not going to Wyoming to be messing around in no Yellowstone Park while I know there's bears. That's number one. Yeah, Yellowstone Park means bears. <laughs> bears. Yeah. I know what Boo Boo is. is yeah, right. All they're, the they're Yellowstone. Like, yeah, they exactly. live there. But if I happen to be in an area where there was any type of bear mm-hmm. at all, and you were with me, Max, mm-hmm. and and something was going on. Yeah. I would try my damnness to help. Right. I would put my life in danger in that situation. Hmm. Now I'm only gonna go so far. Right. At some point, I've got to figure out why I can't help 
it's time for me to get the hell out of there. Right. In other words, if I'm a goner and there's nothing you can do, well, there's no there's point nothing. in us both getting it. Yeah, but right? if I got, man, I think if I had like a bat or something, yeah, you like, try, you get try, get try what you can. Get, you know, get your ass into something that I can spook them, then I'm going to try. Right. If I can pry you loose, I'm going to try. But it's only so much I could do. Yeah, you have to calculate, look, how much damage am I going to, is this going to be life-threatening for me? But he was willing see, to. that's why people, we always joke yeah. about different things. But that's why I don't do stuff like that. Why right. I don't even, I'm not even putting myself in an area where there's bears. I live in the mountains. Yep. And we got wildlife. We got coyotes and we got uh, bobcats and mountain lions. Yeah. But they come every now and then. They're a little bit smaller than a grizzly bear. You are west of the 405, yeah. so you're going to get the mountain lions, too. Oh, my God, yes. If you're east of the 405, usually you don't, you're don't. thinking about bobcats, coyotes, skunks, I get a, rattlesnakes. I get them all in but my not, driveway. You get, you've seen a mountain lion in your yeah, driveway? Yeah, I sit in my driveway. He sits right Ooh. there at the gate. I, I've driven up to the garage, and the dude was, like, literally chilling. So you got to blow the horn, flash the lights, you know, do some stuff, get them to move out the way, and then hopefully you can drive in. And then they'll so, go about their business. It's really a trick question because people are like, Max, if you and Key were jumping out of an airplane and his parachute didn't but open. But I'm not jumping right, out of an 100%, airplane. 100%. So. Neither you nor I are jumping out of an airplane. No. Unless the thing's going down and we have parachutes and that's the only way to save you. People who do it for fun, I cannot relate to. No, I can't. And the rapper dude is doing it for fun right now. Redman? Yes, who is I it? Think yeah, Redman. It, it is Redman. Yeah. Of course it's Redman. <laughs> Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Did you know that Take It or Shake It here on Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app? That's right, we're on the app. Just go to more on the lower right-hand corner, scroll down to live radio. You got us on the go. 
Did you know that Take It or Shake It is brought to you by Granger? Now you do. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger is always there to help. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. All right, Shannon, I hear the Take It or Shake It music. What do we got? Are you ready to take some stuff? Yes. Ready to, take ready to shake it some and stuff? Shake it. Yes. All right, here we correct. go. First topic on Take It like or Shake It. picture. Go ahead. Remember the New York goes, Jets. <laughs> the New York Jets are the second best team in the AFC East. Take it or shake it, Key. Ooh. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake that. Shake you see that. what I said? Shake it. <laughs> shake, shake, kind of threw a take that. in there. Should take it. I, I, shake I it. should take it. Look, I, I think right now they are probably right in line with the New England Patriots as the second best team in the AFC East. Now I need to see them go head to head. I need them to see them play against the Buffalo Bills before I'm ready to anoint them as the second best team. They're doing a hell of a job. They went in the Lambeau, beat a struggling uh, Green Bay Packer team, a team that I didn't think they would be able to beat, but they did go in there and do it, and they got some young talent. But I'm not just ready to just be like, oh, my God, I, I got to see a little bit more. Just got to see a little bit more. I agree. But before I even get to that, it just occurred to me, take it or shake it. You know the line, like a Polaroid picture? That's shake it. But it could also be for take it, because you could take it like a Polaroid picture, or you could shake it like a Polaroid picture. And I'm going to have to take I'm going to have to take it. I'm going to have to take it right now because, I mean, it's tough because of the Patriots, but I don't trust that they're going to be able to keep Tua upright right now after consecutive events You mean happen. Miami? Yeah, Miami. So, so, that, so Miami I'm suspicious of because of that, right? Yeah. Then I look at New England and I go, boy, Belichick's scheming it up. But they're going to go back to Mac Jones. It didn't look great with Mac Jones. The Jets got a lot of talent. Well, we man. don't know if they're going back to Mac Jones. Yeah, that's a good point. We oh, don't it's really a close know one. That. I'm gonna, I'm gonna should take it like key. Yeah, should take. I'm it. gonna should, I'm gonna should take it. Yeah. All right, moving on to Minnesota. Key, the Vikings are the best team in the NFC North. Take it or shake it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take Absolutely. Take that. Absolutely. Take that. Their take record that. speaks for itself. They beat the Green Bay Packers. We all know they're better than Detroit. We all know that they're better than the Chicago Bears. They're the, the second-best team, no question about it. Now, whether or not Kirk Cousins turns into a pumpkin, that's remained to be seen. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take that, take that, take that, as Yates says. Take that, take that. Uh, I, at this moment, they're, this, they're, the, they're the best. Yep. All right, moving on, Keith. The Denver Broncos – Broncos, wow. The Denver Broncos. Broncos regret – wow. The Denver Broncos regret signing Russell Wilson. Take it or shake it, Keith. Mm. See, I don't want to be mean, but I'm going to take it. Take, take it. Take, take it. it. Take I'm gonna, that, the take reason that. I'm going to say that they regret signing him because it hasn't worked out to their liking. It hasn't this far this year. Um, they thought that they were getting a Russell Wilson of the last four years in the passing game in Seattle that didn't amount to a Super Bowl appearance or anything, but they felt that it would turn into something for the Denver Broncos. They gave up a haul to get him, plus they gave up a lot of money, and it's just not working out. And now, as you can see, a lot of ex-players that played with him in Seattle, not just Richard Sherman, but several other players are starting to give you a little behind-the-scenes action at the way they view Russell Wilson in Seattle and the way that they could potentially be viewing him in Denver. 
I'm going to take that all day. You know, think about buyer's remorse. Everyone can relate to this. You buy something that's expensive. Whatever your budget is, it's for you. It's a stretch. I'm taking mine soon back. As <laughs> soon as you get it, you might have buyer's remorse, even if it works out, because you're like, damn, I know what's good about it, but oh. Now now imagine this. You know what Russell Wilson is? Like my first wedding. Russell, <laughs> yeah, Russell, what a waste of money weddings. Russell Wilson is an, a house that someone paid for. They've reached for it. The down payment was all those draft picks and everything, right? Now the, interest rate. now the mortgage is a killer, but you move into the house paying this killer mortgage after you made that down payment of the draft picks. For all these years, you got to pay the bill, and everything's leaking, and it's in the wrong neighborhood, and everything is— Sounds like you. I mean, right? Like, and that's Russell Wilson. Of course they have buyer's remorse. They feel like they yeah. got a lemon, and they're hooked into it. They spent everything they got. They're hooked into it for years. Yeah, it's unfortunate— you know, I know Russ a little bit, and I like him, but he's become a meme a little bit in Denver. He's, you know, it's a butt of the joke sort of thing, and it's just, it's unfortunate. That's I all thought I Russell say. Wilson was a great quarterback, and it looks to me now like he was a good quarterback in a great situation, and right now he's not in a great situation. I, I wish he could have just stayed in Seattle and figured it out and never got in this place where it needed to be about him and just – rode the coattails of whatever they were doing in Seattle. What another Super Bowl, maybe. Yeah, that's what I wish, but it didn't happen. No. All right, the Los Angeles Rams offense needs Odell Beckham Jr. key. Take it or shake it. Take it. Take it. Take that. They certainly need OBJ. If When OBJ is healthy and ready to go, Sean McVay will have a different offer on the table. This is an offer if you want to sign now because – you know, we, we could do some stuff with you and get you and rehab you and put you around the team. Here's a little bit of money. But as it gets closer to time where he gets healthier, the offer goes up a little bit more. And I think the Rams will be in the mix and OG, OBJ will be right back with them as they make a strong playoff push. Yeah, cosign. What's next? Russell Westbrook will finish the season as a member of the Los Angeles Lakers. Take it or shake it, Key. Shake it. Shake it. Shake that. Shake Shake that. I don't think Brooke's going to finish, and I don't think Brooke wants to finish with the Lakers. He's playing uh, the one game that he played in so far. He did okay for me. I I was satisfied with it. I didn't think he was a – uh, nowhere near what he was last year. Just I a like bad it. fit. It's just yeah, not it's a, just bad, a bad, bad fit. Yeah, that's, that's all. It. And that's a, a good fit. thing for the Lakers because $47 million is coming off the books at the end of the year. You know what that means? Trade deadline. Some team's going to be that's hooked into a couple of nice pieces, but for a couple more years and they're not right for that team or they're, they're, they're keeping them from signing who they want is going to want that money off the books. They're going to give the Lakers good stuff for Russell Wilson if he keeps playing this way. Russell Westbrook. Ah, Russell Westbrook. Cooper I Cup. We've been killing Cooper names Rush. all day. Daniel Jones, Deshaun yeah. Jackson. I mean, it's a yeah. lot of, yeah. There's a lot of, lot of uh, main, uh, name screw-ups. I can't even say the word name. All right, good. All right, we got one last one here. I'm curious to get your answers here, guys. My New York Knickerbockers will make the playoffs this season. <laughs> Key, take it or shake it. <laughs> Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Evans, no. No. <laughs> no. I don't think so. Mm. No, I don't think they'll make the playoffs. Sorry. Um, well, listen, they, they took the Grizzlies to overtime, so that's like their playoffs. Remember opening night when they took the Grizzlies to overtime? Look, Celtics, yes. Bulls, yes, they're getting in. Um, Bucks are getting in. That's three. Nets is four. Cavs is five. Heat is six. Sixers is seven. So the Knicks are competing with what? The Pacers, Magic, 
Hawks, Hornets. Oh, Raptors is eight. No, Knicks got no shot. No got the play in, though. Oh, that's right. That's right. Nine and ten. Yeah, so they can yeah, win a the play in ain't really the playoffs, though. Come on, man. And free Cam Reddish. That's all yeah, it's I got to say. Is it the play in or the playoffs? They could make the postseason, but not the playoffs. How's that? How's that? They, they sound like a number 10 play in type team, which for the Knicks is like winning a championship. They should just take the, the, the uh, Westbrook deal. Just do it. Take It or Shake It is brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is always there to help. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. How much pressure will be on Cliff Kingsbury tonight? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.